I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. I'm Wesley Euler, and I've got bittersweet news, okay? For the second straight Friday, I'm just going to be honest with you right off the jump here. I'm flying solo. Arthur Motes, he's got a he's got a big collegiate weekend with his alma mater, James Madison University. Uh, got some things going on with the football team. He's part of their broadcast, uh, calling the game tomorrow um, there on the campus of James Madison University. So Motsi is out today because he's got he's got responsibilities. Motsi not with us here on a Friday. I say that's bittersweet though, and here's why. Because, of course, you'll remember, due to some travel issues, uh, Motsi was not with us last Friday, and the Steelers won the game. So maybe we're on to something here. The Steelers beat the Bengals on Sunday. I'm just going to have to start doing every Friday show solo for the rest of the year. Uh, but no Motsi today, which obviously is a bummer. But like I said, he's got a, he's got a whole bunch going on. He is, uh, he is uh, on his way to Virginia right now uh, with a uh, with a jam-packed weekend for Arthur Motes, and then he's cruising back either Saturday night or very early Sunday morning to to do his Steelers responsibilities as well, too. So just Euler, no Motes today on the program. You guys know what that means. Of course, I want your tweets, at Wesley Euler. That's where you can get involved with the show. Questions, comments, concerns, reactions, and, of course, your game predictions as well, too. You tweet me those. I will read them before we get out of here. We'll uh, we'll play a little audio. We'll catch up with some friends, all these different things that we do when Motsi is out. Uh, a little over an hour from now, our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette will join me as well, too, uh, as he does every Friday here to give us all the latest from practice. We will have the Here We Go song. 
I will do some, you know, again, it's not going to be five star Friday. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to step on Arthur Motes's toes, right. And steal his thunder, the segment that we built for Motsy, but I will about a half an hour from now, do some matchup conversation. We'll talk about some key areas for both teams and matchups that you should be keeping an eye on Sunday, 425 when the Steelers and the Bengals kick off at Acrisure Stadium. Obviously, on Fridays, we're always keeping an eye on the Thursday injury reports. Thursday injury reports are key. Not, you know, it's 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 not written in stone, but quite often, if you practice on Thursday, that means you're good to go for Sunday. If you don't practice on Thursday, that means you're facing a, an uphill battle to play on Sunday. So let's look at the Steelers' practice report first. Injury report from yesterday, from Thursday, the big uh, key day in the NFL game week process. Akella Witherspoon and Jesse Davis did not practice. Larry Ogunjobi and Kevin Dotson were a limited were limited practice participants. And then Marcus Allen, Minka Fitzpatrick, Najee Harris, Trent Scott, and Devin Bush were all full practice participants. Cam Hayward and TJ Watt did not practice, but those were veteran days off and not related to injury. So again, Marcus Allen, Micah Fitzpatrick, Najee Harris, Trent Scott, Devin Bush all seem like they're good to go. And how about that from from Micah Fitzpatrick? Uh, Doesn't need his appendix. No big deal. Right back at it. And then, like I said, the the ones to really keep eyes on, Larry Ogunjobi and Kevin Dotson, as they were limited. And then Akella Witherspoon and Jesse Davis missing practice yesterday. Not great. Again, not a, uh, you know, not a fatal, an absolute, yeah, they're not going to play on Sunday. But whenever you don't practice at all on Thursday, again, that's that's not uh, ever a great sign. Looking at the Cincinnati Bengals practice report here as well, too. Jamar Chase hasn't practiced all week. He's not going to play this weekend. Other than that, though, some some fairly good news for uh, for the Bengals on their practice report. Lyle Collins, of course, their right tackle. Uh, he didn't practice at all this week, but was a full participant yesterday. So sounds like he's going to be good to go. Mike Hilton, of course, uh, formerly of this parish, Mike Hilton, he was a full practice participant yesterday after dealing with a finger injury this week. So sounds like he is good to go. Uh, Trey Flowers was limited out there, as was Chris Evans, their backup running back. So some injury concerns, certainly, uh, for the Bengals. No Jamar Chase, one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. That'll be a big loss. But it it looks like for Cincinnati and for the Steelers both, um, maybe a little bit healthier than they typically would expect to be this time of year. One One or two key absences, certainly. But at the same time, uh, both clubs, both teams, I think, receiving relatively good news in terms of their Thursday practice report. So there's the breakdown on the injuries for you. Um, obviously, if, if anything breaks today, we will uh, we will let you know. We will, again, talk to Brian Backo a little over an hour from now, see if there's anything new from the south side as well when we catch up with our buddy from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. So plenty to get into today here. Steelers, Bengals, 425, Acrisure Stadium. An opportunity, folks that looms very large for the Steelers, in my opinion, in the scope of this season. And and here's what I mean by that. You look at the schedule now, right? You're three and six. You, you, you went through just a hellacious start to the season. I mean, you start on the road in Cincinnati, division foe, defending AFC champions, then New England at home, then Cleveland on a short week on the road, then the Jets at Buffalo, Tampa Bay, at Miami, at Philadelphia, I mean, there's there's some really good teams in there. There's some playoff teams in there. Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Philly. I think Cincinnati is is has a really good shot to end up in the playoffs when this season's over. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and act like the Jets and New England are world beaters, but they're not bums either. There was 
not a lot of easy sledding to the Steelers' schedule in those first eight weeks before you got to the bye week at week nine. But then week 10, you got New Orleans at home, 10-point win. Now Cincinnati at home before you go on the road for two very winnable games in Indianapolis and in Atlanta. So why I think this looms so large for both teams. If you're Cincinnati and you win this game, you're still on the right track to contend for the division title, if not to, to get one of the wild card spots. You're still right in the thick of all that. For the Steelers, if you win this game and you get to four and six, and I, I know this is the NFL and it's one week at a time and you don't look ahead and, and all these different things, right? But this is a talk radio show, a sports talk radio show. I'm allowed to look ahead a little bit. You beat Cincinnati at home. Then you go to Indy. Very winnable game. I mean, Indianapolis, they've cleaned house. They've fired their coordinators. they fired their head coach. They're starting Sam Ellinger at, at quarterback. It's clearly a franchise that is looking towards next year and, and rebuilding. And then you go to Atlanta. A Falcons team that started off the season much better than any of us anticipated, but have really started to kind of come back to earth. Water has found its level there, and they are becoming and turning it. You know, the 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 carriage has turned back into a pumpkin, and they are more so what we thought they were going to be at this point. You take care of Cincinnati at home on Sunday against those Bengals, color rush uniforms, black and gold for the Stillers, all white for the Bengals. You got a real opportunity to look up in a couple weeks and be back to 500 when you welcome the Baltimore Ravens in December. Beat Cincinnati and get to four and six. And then, yes, they're both on the road, but two very winnable games in Indianapolis and in Atlanta. And who would have thought a few weeks ago when this team was sitting at two and six that we would have said, hey, you win this game and you got a real opportunity to get back to 500 when you welcome Baltimore to town on December 11th? It's it's huge. This game is massive. Last week against the Saints was certainly. Because if you fall to two and seven, you can say whatever you want. Your season's over, right? But now at three and six, there's still some hope. Four and six, there's still some hope. Five and six, all right, we're talking. Six and six, you're right back in it. And that's how quickly these things can change in the National Football League. You get healthy on defense. Yeah, you missed Minka last week, but great job by KZ in the interim. TJ Watts back. You hope maybe now he's knocked some of the rust off and he's really ready to go. Alex Highsmith is flying. You get Miles Jack back this week after he missed the Saints game as well, too. The defense, I think, could 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 start to get back to being the unit that we saw week one in Cincinnati. One of the best in the league that can keep this team in every game and even win this team games. The offense, there's been moments of improvement. There's been moments of consistency. We're all hoping they're going to get there. The run game had their best performance of the season last week. If they just continue to build and get a little bit better, this team's going to be able to win games down the stretch. And they, I still think, are going to do that. But if you really want to have a chance to get back into the playoff conversation, if you want to be able to look up in December couple weeks before Christmas, down the home stretch with the rat birds coming to town and think, oh, wow, we're at 6-6 six and six right now. We got a shot to go, to go, maybe not win the division, but to get into a wild card. Got to take care of business Sunday, 425, against Joe Burrow and company. You get this win. You get back to 4-6. and six, Everything is still on the table for this season. And maybe that's, maybe I'm being a little hyperbolic there. 
you get you, you win this week and you're at four and six. I don't think any of us are going to be screaming Super Bowl. I don't think any of us are going to be screaming AFC North champions. But everything you want in terms of playing meaningful football down the stretch and maybe even potentially being able to to get a wild card spot and, and compete in the playoffs. It's got to start on Sunday, though. You get back to four and six. You look at the schedule the rest of the way. It's very favorable. You could very easily be six and six when Baltimore comes to town, and then you've got Carolina, and then Las Vegas comes to town. Heck, you win two of those three, right? All of a sudden, you're eight and seven, and and, and you got a real opportunity to, to to make some noise. But it's got to start this Sunday against those fake. Chili eaten Cincinnatians. On Twitter at Wesley Euler, we got some tweets rolling in already. I want your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions, and of course your score predictions. I'll give mine before we get out of here. We're going to sing the Here We Go song. We're going to talk to Brian Backo. We're going to talk some matchups. Same church, different pew of all the same stuff that we do on Friday. No Arthur Motes today. If you missed it at the beginning of the show, it's bittersweet because I won't have my hype man for the Here We Go song. We won't have Motesy laying down the five-star matchups. But again, Motesy wasn't here last Friday, and the Stillers won. So maybe a little mojo in that in that direction to keep the streak going. I mean, I'm not saying I'm superstitious. But I am a little stitious. So you know where to get at me if you want to get involved with the program. I see your prediction tweets rolling in already. Keep those going. And any other questions, comments, concerns, reactions that you might have. One thing that I like to do here uh, on days that Motsi is absent, because, I mean, you know, these are 27, 28-minute segments that we do, folks. I'm a gas bag. I don't know if I could talk to myself for 27, 28 straight minutes without a break. So I like to bring some friends from within our building. One of those is Dave Damashek. He, of course, uh, hosts every stinking NFL podcast. He's uh, Pittsburgh's resident um, Steelers Yinzer in L.A., worked for the NFL Network for years, now does his own thing. Uh, he joins the DVE morning show every single week during football season to talk a little Steelers. He's hilarious, he's passionate, um, and he's really good. And it's always fun to hear him catch up with Randy Bauman and Bill Crawford and Val Porter and Mike Pursuta and the DVE morning show. So Dave Damashek was on with DVE this morning, and here's what he had to say. It's the DVE morning show, Randy Bauman, Bill Crawford on this very chilly morning welcoming our friend from the minus three podcast the extra points podcast dave damashek to the program good morning dave how are yes. you buddy yeah yeah i i mean i know it sounds zany to yins but i am sincerely jealous as i sit here on a on a really nice 70 degree sunny morning <laughs> The sun's already up here in Los Angeles, and I pine for the banks of the three rivers, frozen and snowy as they are. Good for you. Before we jump in, I know. Well, I we just want to point out I am enjoying a nice hot mug of tea out of my Coach Cower mug. Coach Carr. Coach Carr, he didn't like, uh, dude, I don't know if you heard. It was a, it, it, it was a disgrace. And uh, the guy from the other side of the PA Ohio border, Joe Thomas, he agrees too. It's like, he's like egregious. <laughs> Worst thing in pro football history. That uh, that the Indianapolis Colts, in the midst of a lost season, halfway through, decided to bring in an icon to sort of stabilize things and say, like, "Hey, being an Indianapolis Colt means something to some of us, so let's play with pride for the rest of this lost season, and then we'll figure things out on the other side of this regular season." And this almost made Bill Cowher weep on television. It's okay to defend your profession. It's another thing to get over your skis <laughs> like that. But I want to say something first. <laughs> 
We, I, I, I do he did look like Frankenstein it, it, getting very upset that something didn't go his way. <laughs> I mean, listen, it, it, it's so <laughs> that the histrionic hyperbole is, is very funny stuff. And it really, it, it's the funniest controversy we've seen in some time in, in, uh, in our league. But in the meantime, very quickly to the college kids, I just have to say, Mike Brasuda, stop hiding from me. Michigan state Sparty embarrassing season most embarrassing thing yet you're only giving 10 to the indiana hoosiers to my indiana hoosiers my alma mater we met we must make a bet and i'm not talking about one of these mayoral kind of bets here bauman i want you to step up i consider you to be the mayor of pittsburgh after all <laughs> reach out, out of to your really peer are. over in the queen city and make this same bet Pursuta. I'm taking the Hoosiers straight up against Michigan State. Bauman, you represent the Steelers against the Bengals. Both bets. They always do that thing like, we'll send you a Promantis. Uh, but but if, if, but if you, then you have to give us some of that garbage skyline chili. You know, that's the, those are usually the cute kind <laughs> of bets. It's not a fair make. trade. No, indeed. It's not. You're right, Crawford. But beyond that, it's also lame. I think what we should do instead is like, you know, me and Pursuta, our bet is, $38,000. I think that's like, <laughs> let, 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 you know, let's dispense with the jive, with the cutesy crap. And, and, and also Bauman, I think do some, you know, like, I don't know the buses, the city buses don't run for the, for the next week on the losing side. You right. see, like it kind of happens we, anyways here. I'm not sure if the, <laughs> we need some steaks yeah. you understand i get what you're saying yeah none of that namby pamby food stuff let's get some real action going on here mm -hmm. that's why i always right. thought the mayor should swap wives like that would be really the best way to do it <laughs> <laughs> you are picking up what i'm laying down exactly yeah. um so dave facing the Bengals this weekend and the goal of this season you know is to get better for next year at this point, obviously. And I think all Steeler fans understand that. But the pride factor plays big in AFC North matchups. Uh, I took your advice. I went over five and a half games when they were offering it before the Saints game last weekend. Uh, I thought that was a good bet. Uh, if easy they were, money. If they were, I don't know if it's easy money, but if they were to somehow pull off an upset against the Bengals this weekend, which given the circumstances, I think they could, uh, that certainly would help the Steelers to that end. I mean, well, first of all, smart play by you. The Steelers are obvious. I mean, uh, come on. They have eight games left. They are going to win three of them. They are going to get up and over five and a half. And they're going to do better than that. Um, I'm not even sure the sequence of events that would have to lead the Steelers to just basically tanking out the rest of the season. But for the people advocating for that, the people rooting for that, the people who were disappointed by the Steelers emerging victorious over the Saints, wringing their hands, this is moving us further away from a top five pick. You smarties are, 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 are officially too smart for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Instead, I encourage you, nay demand, Jump on over to the Cleveland Browns. I think they're more your speed. They tanked out after all. They went 0-16. And look at the reward they got. Baker Mayfield. That's your speed, everybody, who's rooting for the Steelers to lose out here. Leave our team alone. We don't need you injecting your poison in, into, uh, into Mike Tomlin's special sauce. Yeah, that, that's the weird part about the people that are saying that the Steelers should do poorly for a better draft pick. They're the same people that's right. that ripped the Steelers for their draft picks. That's it. That's my favorite 
part of it, Crawford, is like these Steelers don't know what they're doing, dude. They gotta get, they gotta get the, they gotta start drafting this kind of guy, and they gotta target this guy. And by the way, this this pining for, it, it, I what I think it is is my 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 hypothesis is is that too many Pittsburgh sports fans have now uh, are now under the spell of Stockholm syndrome of watching the Pittsburgh Pirates owned by the Nuttings for too long, who, who just every year or four kick it down the road, like the future. That's where it's at, everybody. Pay no mind to what's happening now. It's the future that we're playing for here. Bauman, I heard you talking that noise two minutes ago. Man. I'm talking about my assessment of Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, okay. the guys who, you know, my expectation for them is to get better each week. They have not topped out and figured it all out. They have not peaked. I'm watching them peak. And in that regard, I'm talking about the future. And there is no chance in any way that this is a playoff team. So we know that, too. So my only enjoyment is watching that. Crawford's giving me the, you don't know. I mean, look, I, I. I have no delusion that right now, as we sit here today, that they are a playoff team. But if they beat the Bengals, then it all switches up because we still have most of the NFC South to play. And there's a lot of okay teams in the league this year. I'm not saying they should get in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not saying they won't get beat up in the playoffs. I'm saying it's not out of the question. What I'd like to say is if they played what they're capable uh, uh, to the level they're capable of playing, then they actually could be because I think they could, you know, do pretty well going down the stretch here and make some advances in the AFC North. I just don't know if that's going to happen given all of the factors, including we haven't really had an injury on the offensive line yet of any significance. And you know, that's coming. I hear, I hear that uh, you're entitled to that pessimism, but also this side of the Los Angeles Chargers and the inexplicable pox that the football gods have laid on them for decades. I don't know what Dan Fouts and Chuck Muncie and <laughs> Wes Chandler were up to, but it couldn't have been anything good because this has lasted way too long from the outside <laughs> looking in for what the injuries are. But yes, maybe there'll be an injury that'll derail things. But Crawford is absolutely correct. In a sport in which you only get an update every week, it's remarkable, and I, it, it is one of the things that I can uh, continue to be struck by decades into watching this thing, how one game can impact your emotion, how an entire sports time can be positively or negatively impacted by the last result. If the Steelers, and it is a big if, obviously they're a home dog once again to the Bungles, it is the right thing that the bookmakers have it that way. They are the reigning AFC champs after all. But to Crawford's point, if they win this one, mm -hmm. if the Steelers can take down these bungles, <laughs> I mean, I, I we can talk about whatever we want to see happen. Oh, dude, they got to get, dude, dude, they need a top four pick, dude, so they can take somebody who I don't know who it is yet, but I just want like <laughs> that position. We'll just take that position, dude. Just start like, Oh, tackle. We need one of them, dude. Like, we should lose the rest of the way to get him. Like, who is it? Which 300-pound guy that leans on other 300-pound men is it that you covet <laughs> over winning games right now? Everybody, all, all you smarties out there. Um, if we win this one, everybody, if they get this one, the what, whether what you want to see and how implausible a playoff run is, there will be a vibe in that locker room that they can win out. And if they get the nine or 10, just like last year, 
again, this is not a Super Bowl team. I'm not under some delusion that this thing ends in February in Arizona with them playing a big time football game. But as we've talked about before, and I will say again, the bottom of the barrel for the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bungles and the Detroit Lions and lots of other teams out there is going two and 15 and getting a high pick the following year. So you can have some sense of optimism. That is not the Pittsburgh Steelers way. There's no way that that's going to happen the rest of the way. In fact, they are trying to fuel this plane while it is in the air. If they can go nine and eight this year, then that is a success. I don't, again, the cynicism about like Tomlin only cares about winning records. Like, I don't think that's all he cares about, but a winning record is the beginning of all <laughs> things after it. There's not, there's nothing good that happens if you don't go over 500. That is the premise of Mike Tomlin every year. And so it should be and will be and has a real chance of coming true, especially if they can beat them Cincinnati Bungles. Go get Joe Cool. Go get Joe Burrow 2.0. We got our own. We got Ken Pickett, not Kenny. Remember, everybody, he's a man now. He's Ken, Ken now. Well, he's yeah. actually a 39-year-old man, so he's been a man. <laughs> Kenneth. Uh, that's Dave Delusion. Dave Damashek. Uh, oh, for you, you Crawford, watch this, dude. He's getting, he's getting the stink on him. He's listening to too many other of them. And too many of them other cynics out there, dude, it's going to take a decade. It's a decade of darkness. <laughs> it's like Mark Malone. It's like the years with Mark Malone and David Woodley and the rest of it. You know what I say to you, Bauman? That's stinking thinking. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, that guy's just the best. Dave Damashek on the DVE morning show. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I mean, he makes some great points. You play to win the game. And the same people who want the Steelers to tank and lose for the rest of the season are the same people that say, Andy, Steelers can't draft anyways. I love it. Dave Damashek, great stuff. Uh, thanks to DVE Morning Show producer Joe Rokicki for procuring that for me. Uh, as always here, Wesley Euler flying solo on a Friday. If you joined us during uh, during that little 10 minutes or so there of Dave that we played, that was Dave Damashek uh, on with the DVE Morning Show this morning. Of course, Pittsburgh's uh, Yinzer out in L.A., formerly of the NFL Network, now with all his different podcasts, crushing it, killing it. Make sure you're showing him some love uh, as – He's funny, and he knows his stuff. And uh, that is my favorite combination of sports talk show hosts, if I do say so myself. We got your tweets rolling in, the predictions. Keep those coming. Got a couple questions here that we will answer uh, on the other side as well, too. We'll do some matchup conversation. Not Five Star Friday, because we only do that with Arthur Motes, but we'll do some matchup conversation, have some matchup conversation on the other side as well. You know where to get at me if you want to get involved. I'm Wesley Euler, and you're listening the Steelers Blitz on SNR. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.